All right, and welcome into another edition of the Buffalo Basement Podcast here on the Built in Buffalo Network. I am your host, Matt Deigert. I, as always, to my left here, I have Pat Bruckness. To my right, to my left, whatever. <laughs> welcome in, Pat. Thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, we have a very, very big week this week with the Bills. Um, basically, could get, come down to a win and in type situation. We are going to go over the the Patri- uh, the Patriots game, the Patriots game. Um, we are going to go over some of the stuff that we went over from that last week, like our Twitter poll. Um, you know, we did have a, a player of the game for the offense that that I felt you know played well for the offense that we did hit on in the uh, in in that poll. But uh, of course, we did have Rasul Douglas, who was the true player of the game. One also won AFC player uh, uh, defensive player of the week. So that was that was definitely huge. Um, and then also we're gonna we're gonna go over some uh, some uh, Stefan Diggs and uh, Tyreek Hill stuff that you have uh, the stats pulled up for. Um, I have so, some stuff that I want to go over about Josh Allen against uh, Jalen Ramsey specifically and uh, um, really go over this Dolphins-Bills matchup because that's really the most important thing this week. Um, as far as far as the uh, the Patriots game goes, we'll go over that and uh, let, let's get it started. Welcome in, Pat. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for everybody who tune, who's tuning in, either now or on the replay. Matt, that Patriots game, it was pretty close, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was a little little scary there until the end. Um, real quick, though, I do want to just let everybody know, again, um, if you see on our banner there, you can see we are sponsored by Iliad Apollos and Sons of Erie. Uh, real quickly, uh, Iliad Apollos, definitely check them out for some of the best food in, in western New York. They are 3785 South Park Avenue in Blaisdell, New York. Uh, and if you want to check out their menu, you can go to iliodepalos.com. And, uh, Pat, if you want to take care of Sons of Erie real quick. Well, yeah, if you guys like want some awesome hats, apparel, paintings like the one you see right here, it's going to be at www.sonsofeerie.com. Yeah, I, I personally love that one. I'm, I'm going to so be changing I. out my my uh, my Sammy Watkins jersey <laughs> right here for it. So uh, I have the same one that Jim Kelly did to uh, um, Josh Allen with the Godfather awesome. stuff is pretty pretty awesome. So yeah, it's really um, definitely definitely thank you to our sponsors of the show and uh, let's let's get into it now. So. With that being said, Pat, um, as far as that that Patriots game, like you were saying, um, you know, it was it was close for a while. Like it, it was edge of the seat or edge of your oh, yeah. seat type game. Um, you know, Bill's offense couldn't get going. Josh Allen hurt his finger. At the, you know, at the end of the you know the first quarter, um, did that affect some of his accuracy? We don't know. I mean, it was his first time he started Owen Owen what Owen eight. Oh, um, throw throwing the ball. I mean, it, it just it was not a not a good game all around. And it, it's kind of funny that it kind of draws a little parallel to, um, you know, 2021 with the uh, the Falcons game and that snow game right. that they had and, and Josh having that real bad game. But as far as that goes, man, I, I'm 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 excited for for this upcoming game, but I hope that they can overcome some of the things that they did against the Patriots. But we do have to remember. That Patriots defense is like second in the league in DVOA in the past like five six weeks, so or in the second half of the season I should say. And it's it's had they had their offense going, they could have made the playoffs. I mean that 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 defense is a playoff caliber team, you know. So how how do you feel? Like what do you feel like went well, went poorly? You know, I mean, I know Josh was what uh, fifteen of thirty for like one hundred and sixty yards. Really didn't do much. Yeah. Um, you know, got a stinger at the end of the game. You know, 
putting his body on the line to win the game for us. So other than that, I mean, what do you, what do you think went well? What do you, what do you, what did you see from that game? Well, first of all, it's not going to be easy late in the season, especially against a division division rival, especially with a coach Belichick led defense. That's he's still a very, very great defensive coach. If not the best, great, greatest defensive coach. I felt like the defense played very well. We saw early, early in the game Ed Oliver, the interception. I thought it was awesome seeing a big man get an interception. I thought the defense played well. I believe we only allowed 16 yards in the first quarter. We came after Bailey Zappi early, which I really enjoyed. Rasul Douglas, man, would he have two interceptions? Yeah, two and he could have had a third. He could have had a third. He right. definitely could have had a third. And and uh, you know, um, Benford had that had that uh, that strip of um of brown there so i mean all these things happened in their territory so it's it was kind of you know nice to see you know rasul douglas he's a he's a player that i've wanted for not specifically him but he's a the the type of cornerback that i've wanted to see on this bill's roster for a while now because he's he's a he's a type of guy that's gonna you know he's very good on very good at studying film and knows what you're gonna do and if he ends up getting beat deep. I'm okay with that every once in a while because he's going to take the, you know, take his chances and he has more likely or more than, more than not come up with the play. And we saw that where he, you know, tipped a deflection to Ed Oliver to get that big man uh, interception yeah. and a hell of a, a hell of a catch by Ed Oliver. To, oh yeah. To well, that thing in. Grab? It was awesome. Yeah. And then, and then you had uh, the, his first interception, which was a great jump of the route because Bailey Zappi had, you know, looked to the right and then came back to his left. And Rasul Douglas basically ran the route for the player. Uh, he for, did. Uh, Gusecki, for, for Gusecki and just jumped in front of him. And he could have, he could even scored on that one. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, fortunately he went down without anything else happening, um, losing the ball or anything like that. But, and then on his third one, it was a heck of a play to, you know, pay attention to where the ball was being thrown, pick that up and score Right, you know, as far as far as the interception goes. So, what else did you see from the from the team uh, that you liked? The opening drive to start the third quarter, we saw the Dalton Kincaid fifty-one yard catch, which was nice to see. Where he start, we you, he, we have eighty-seven receiving yards to end the game. Something like that, yeah. Something. It like was that, yeah. it was nice to see us use Dalton Kincaid a little bit more. Expect because as of late, ever since Dawson Dawson Knox came back, we haven't been using Kincaid as much. I don't know if that's a scheme thing, or if that's because of Joe Brady, or if we're just running the ball more. Josh's reads, wherever his first read may be. I really enjoyed that in the last drive where we ran the ball. We chewed up like four or five minutes of the clock to end the game. We could have scored right there if we if we had to. Yeah, and that's what I think a lot of people don't realize is is the like we said last week. Um, you know, my my personal score prediction was 30, 35 to thirteen. Right. It was twenty seven to twenty one at the end of that game. You yep. take you take you take away the uh, the the return for the touchdown. They're at fourteen, and and the Bills end up scoring at the end of that game if they needed to. You're talking 30, 34 points. So right. we were pretty close in, in what we were feeling as far as that game goes. It did it was a little dicey throughout the whole thing, but um they did end up, you know, pulling pulling it out. And you know, like we had said, it was gonna be close until about the third quarter. 
And that's kind of what it felt like. And it felt like the Bills kind of took it over more on the defensive side. Yes, they did that in the first half, but it felt like the defense kind of stepped up and started taking the game over as the as the game switched from third to fourth quarter, um, which was really nice to see because it, it, right. it gives you a little bit of, you know, a little bit of, you know, good feeling going into in into Miami. So but with that being said, I just I want to go over the uh the Twitter poll real quickly from last week. Okay. Um it was it was who did we think was going to be the most who did our fan uh our, our followers think was going to be the most valuable player of the game last week. Um it was Steph Diggs 81%. Uh it was Gabe Davis and Dalton Kincaid tied at what 29%? Yep. Okay. And then um and then uh, uh, who was the was it other James, was the other one? James, oh, it was Cook. James Cook and Dalton Kincaid tied. Or thank you, thank yes, you. Yes, you're welcome. Um, so it, it seems like other than Rasul Douglas and Ed Oliver, I, I think Dalton Kincaid, you know, kind of had a great game for the offense as well. And I think that was kind of you know our fans who or our followers who selected that are definitely definitely right in that situation. Oh, yeah. right with that question. So. Um, definitely thank you to anybody who voted on that. And uh, we will be putting up a, a poll every single week for, yep. you know, even during even during the off season. Um, hopefully we're, we don't get there right away. Hopefully. But <laughs> but, um, you know, we'll get to that later in the show when we talk about things that we need to see go happen this week. Bills are at 820, uh, 820 on, uh, on Sunday against the Dolphins. Um, they have a 4:30 game to watch on Saturday with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Ravens. Yes, um, there's some things happening there, like Lamar Jackson uh, is out, Odell Beckham Jr. is sitting out, um, which I was shocked on because he does have some incentives to 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 kind of go through. So, with that being said, um, as far as the Twitter poll goes, like, it, you know, how how do you feel that that you know how how do you feel that was? I definitely I voted for Stefan Diggs. I thought Stefan Diggs was gonna have a monster game. I thought we would have saw Josh Allen throw for 250 passing yards, which didn't happen, which is okay, you know, because Dalton Kincaid had that 51 yard reception, which in my opinion solidified it for him. Well, we did we did choose uh what Josh Allen over 250 something yards up. Yes, we did. Uh, you know, for our gambling segment at the end there with the parlay. Um, yes, we and we will be doing that again this week. So definitely stay tuned yep. to the end for that. Um, you know, don't, no, you don't have to follow it or tail it or anything like that, but it is just a fun thing to kind of do and fun, fun exercise to go through. And uh, we'll, we'll do that at the end of the show. So with that being said, uh, what was the next thing we were, we were leading into here? We were going to head into the Stefan Diggs, Terry kill. Okay. I know you I'm, have those stats pulled up, so go right ahead. Yes, I do. I broke down Tyreek Hill and Stefan Diggs' last four games against each other. So Stefan Diggs against Miami, Tyreek Hill against Buffalo. Stefan Diggs in his last four games against Miami has 36 targets. This is including the playoff game. 36 targets, 25 receptions, 368 yards, three touchdowns in four games which comes out to roughly per game, nine targets, six receptions, 92 yards and a touchdown, almost a touchdown to where Tyree kill has 37 targets, 21 receptions, 229 yards and one touchdown in four games, which comes out to roughly nine targets, five receptions, 57 yards and a quarter of a touchdown per game against Buffalo 
in his career with the Miami Dolphins against Buffalo. So, Matt, after hearing that, what do you think about that? You're on mute. You- <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so welcome. going into the, I thought mine automatically turned off. I thought that's how I said it, but that's okay. Um, so going into this game, um, I really want to see, I really want to see them get Stefan days going. You saw what he did in the first, first game against Miami. I mean, huge, huge game in that game. Um, I don't have the stats pulled up in front of me. I, I think you do. Um, so if you can give me those at some point, that'd be fine. Uh, what are you looking up right now? Huge game. Going? Huge game from Stefan Diggs in that first first uh, you know especially that one um, along the sidelines uh, against Cater Kohu and him breaking both of those tackles and running you know going in for a touchdown like that kind of sealed the game for the Bills like that was like the play of the game for the Bills um, so it, it, you know I would love to see more of that do you know and you're you're going to be playing in in Miami at night it's going to be seventy ish degrees. Right. Um, it's be a little cloudy that night, but the rain's happening the day before, so their field should be should be clear. It should, you should be good, and you should not have any issues with with movement. Now, when we get to when we get to um, you know injuries and stuff like that, we know that Tyreek Hill is was in a walking boot as of you know as of yesterday, so. The only thing he's really going to be able to do on that field is run run straight down the field, and I think I think Steph Diggs is going to be the 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 winner out of those two, especially since we're talking about them tonight uh, or them right now. So, with that being said, what do you feel? How do you feel that that's going to go? Because I, I think it's going to be a Stephon Diggs type game. Oh, I agree, especially with Xavier and Howard being out. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs have had Jalen Ramsey's number so far with Stefan Diggs in a Buffalo Bills uniform in, in the last game in week four of this year against Miami, Stefan Diggs had seven targets for six receptions, 120 yards and three touchdowns. So, I mean, he, you know, he's, he's basically almost owning Miami, just like Josh Allen, which we'll mm-hmm. get into a little bit later. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be the Stefan Diggs game. I feel like Joe Brady has been waiting you know, kind of, you know, holding Stefan Diggs back for this game. Season's on the line. This is where you give your playmakers the ball, your number one wide receiver the ball. And I think this is going to yeah. be a Stefan Diggs game. Yeah, because, I mean, honestly, you know, as far as I'm holding Stefan Diggs back, I really I really think that Joe Brady ever since, you know, the Eagles game uh, and even the, a little bit in the Jets game is he really wanted to get, you know, his style of offense into there where he's using the running backs and using the tight ends a lot more to open things up for the other receivers. Uh, you know, with that being said, them establish, establishing the run and establishing that, you know, type of passing game where it's, you know, screens and things like that, they're not, they're, they're trying to, it, it felt, it almost feels like they're, they were holding, you know, those other bigger plays back for, you know, bigger games. Because once they got through, you know, the, the Chiefs and the, the Eagles and the, the Cowboys, you didn't really need, you know, especially against the Cowboys, they had a game plan to go in there and just run it down their throat. I mean, it, <laughs> combined, I think, uh, uh, what was it? Cook had 179 yards total. Yes, he did. Like, that's yes, crazy. Did. Like, it, you know, and it's nice now, too, that the Bills have, the, the, the Bills have, you know, are able to have other options now other than just Stephon Diggs or 
the every once in a while Gabe Davis type game. But the nice thing to see is Stefan Diggs is still getting open on these routes. Josh Allen is looking for him in end of game situations where they need a play. So it's not like he's just going completely away from him. He might just not be getting to him in the progression in certain plays because, hey, James Cook is open here. Let me he he has twenty yards in front of him. Let, let's get it to him. Get the hand or get it, get the ball in his hands and, and let go. Let's go. Dalton Kincaid, Dawson Knox over the middle, anything like that. So it, it just really it really is is. It seems like it's going to be more of a, 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 a Stefan Diggs type game. So from that point moving forward, this is this is Stefan Diggs time. This is playoff time. This is I know we've they've said we've been in playoffs for the past however many weeks since basically we've been five and five. But <laughs> here we are. Uh, we're have a chance to take over the division. We're 10 and six. The Dolphins, which we'll get to, are 11 and five. We hold the tiebreaker if we beat them. So, like, here we go. Like, here we go. Let's let's start using our best players. Let's start using Stefan Diggs. Let's, you know, and and real quickly, I did want to get because I know that, you know, um, since we're on this topic right now, as far as Stefan Diggs goes. I did want to get to some stats real quickly for, for Josh Allen against Jalen Ramsey, since that was what some of the Miami reporters and things like that had said that you're going to see probably Jalen Ramsey um, shadow Stefan Diggs and things like that. We saw it. We saw it last year against the Rams. Like, you know, you're, you're talking, you know, and I'm reading this right off my phone and um it's a tweet rate from Marcus Mosher, so I want to give him credit for that. Um, but Jalen Ramsey allowed a perfect passer rating of 158.3 last year in Week One against um, against uh, the Bills. Stephon Diggs, or I'm sorry, uh, Jalen Ramsey was targeted seven times, allowing six catches for 124 yards and two touchdowns. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's very to allow crazy. a perfect. To allow a perfect passer passer rating to a quarterback, you know, when you're when you're being targeted and you're supposedly supposed to be this Hall of Fame cornerback and and one of the best cornerbacks in the league and want to want to call Josh Allen trash when he come, first comes in the league, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of put a chip it has put a chip on Josh, Josh Allen's shoulder all through his career so far when he faces Jalen Ramsey. I mean, especially Josh Allen is three and zero against teams that have Jalen Ramsey on them. 11 total touchdowns, 70% completion rating, 9.3 yards per attempt. He's a plus 0.22 in EPA per attempt, 60-plus play success rate, eight passing touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns, and 6.3 yards per carry. Like, I'm sorry, that's that's just that's just insane numbers against teams that have Jalen Ramsey. And there, this Dolphins team is going to be without Xavier Howard. So literally you have – Eli Apple, who is going to be starting, who I'm sure the Bills want to get a little bit of revenge on after what he what, what was being said when he was with the Bengals last year and things right. like that. Um, Cater Kohu, which we saw what Diggs did him did to him the first game, especially with them trying to get you know him into position to go against Cater Kohu, and then on top of that, 
to see what Josh Allen does to Jalen Ramsey. If the Dolphins cannot get pressure in the front with Bradley Chubb being out, Jalen Phillips being out, and only having Melvin Ingram, Ogba, uh, uh, Ogba and uh, Van Ginkle in there, if they can't get pressure with those guys, any of those guys, they're just going to have – Josh is going to have a field day back there throwing to, throwing to whoever he wants to. Which he typically does against Miami in general. He does. I mean, I mean, Josh Allen is 10 and two, and, and I know we were talking about it before. Um, Josh Allen minus basically two plays is two plays away from being 12 and zero against Miami, the Charles clay drop in his rookie year. And then last year during the heat game. So, I mean, it, it, it really, it really is something that it, it you know, I, I personally love this week. I hate the Dolphins so much. Like, <laughs> I cannot yeah. tell you, you know, I grew up in the 90s with the the hate from, you know, Brian Cox and, and you know, against Dan Marino with Jim Kelly and, you know, all that stuff. That just amazing, amazing time to be alive back then. But we'll, we'll definitely see what happens. And Josh is, is definitely having, you know, it, it's probably his favorite team to play against. So um, seems that way. Just, just just from the numbers. So what else you got for us, Pat? Well, yeah, we have the rooting interest for this upcoming week. It's not much. It's not much. No, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. It, it brings down to, you know, week 18 of the football uh, of the uh, of the regular season for football. You know, there's a lot of win and in situation or type situations. Um, you know, the Jaguars, they if they win, they they take their force they take the fourth seed. If they lose, they could potentially be out. Because Indianapolis could jump them, um, I think what Houston could jump them if they get yes. they have a, a, you know another, I think a Pittsburgh loss uh, they would right. need a Pittsburgh loss I think, um, but I mean as far as that goes, you as the Bills as Bills fans, we need if the Bills do not win Sunday night, so the the Bills will know what is required of them by the time. Seven o'clock rolls around. Seven thirty rolls around, if not earlier. So they'll they'll have a lot of time to sit with it. But Ravens Steelers four thirty on Saturday. We right. need a Ravens win. They are playing. They are playing their backups, unfortunately. But Tyler Huntley basically took them to the playoffs last year. Unfortunately, he had a, a boneheaded play in the playoffs against Cincinnati last year where he went to jump over the pile rather than, you know, going through it <laughs> or trying to, I don't want to call it, call it the, the, the tush push or the Philadelphia, whatever brotherly, brotherly shove. Cause that's not what they were running, but right. it's almost like, he's like, Oh, I think I can get it from two yards out and jump, tried to jump the pile rather than, you know, going straight, straight ahead and living for another play. Um, So yeah. that would be a game. Yeah, go ahead. And I was going to say, who knows if, how far they could have gone if, you know, he doesn't make that bonehead mistake. Yeah, I mean, because you never know. I mean, I think I think Lamar was pretty much done for the year at that point, but they are going they are going into the into the Bills, you know, had they had they won, most likely going uh they would be going to Kansas City and right. Jacksonville would have been coming here. Could have could have definitely seen an AFC championship game again in Arrowhead where it was Bills Chiefs. And we had beaten them prior in this or earlier in the season. So uh, 
like I said, that stuff's last year. We have this year right now. The Ravens are number one in the league or in the in the conference. But I would like to see their starter or their their um their backups kind of step up for the Bills a little bit. But I don't know if that's I don't know I don't know if that's going to happen. I I am more of the mind personally that I think it's going to come down to eight, 8 p.m. that the Bills need a win and in situation. Unfortunately, because if they don't if they don't win, they would be out. And for whatever reason uh, this year, it, whether it's the the conference being horrible this year or whatever, it, Bills basically can drop from either second to eighth or ninth depending on how things how things fall which is crazy it is crazy you would think you would think an 11 and 6 10 and 7 team would have gotten in a little bit easier this year but there's so much parity in the AFC AFC this year this is kind of what happens when when you have parity and this is what the NFL wants and is to have you know sure you have your great teams up top but had Miami had Miami start or played last week well last week you're one, they're one win away from being potentially the number one seed. And then you also have the Browns and the uh, Baltimore battling it out and they would have had a scoreboard watch and, uh, you know, it didn't work out that way, but you know, we have, we have a great week of football this week, um, you know, other than the bills. So I'm happy that they moved it to an 8 PM game because we're going to be able to watch a lot of good football Saturday and Sunday before you know, before, before the 8 PM game goes off. So um, not looking forward to listening to Chris Collinsworth personally. So, um, but again, like one of our, like one of our viewers right there, John uh, Robert said, best scenario is, is having the bills win. It truly is. Um, Because again, the three things that you need to happen or one of one of three things you need to happen is other, if the bills were to lose and obviously we wouldn't know if the bills lost until Sunday night, but, Right. Baltimore loses, Steelers win, Jacksonville wins, and then either either um, Indianapolis or Houston win, because that's right. the other situation where you could get the Bills could squeak in. Is if for whatever reason that game is a tie, which would you know I, I was watching Good Morning Football this morning and they were talking about you know what if that was a tie, which would be kind of kind of crazy to crazy to me to see. So. Uh, but with that being said, um, what are your thoughts on everything this weekend, Pat, as far as football, other than the Bills going? Well, first of all, in the rooting interest, I don't see a world where Baltimore's – I don't – I'm not really trusting Baltimore to win. I'm looking more at the Tennessee Titans versus Jacksonville Jaguars game. You saw Mike Vrabel earlier this year. I mean – Yeah, he was mad when he – yeah, he was, he was mad, mad when, he, when he got asked that question about, you know, what are you guys playing for? And, you know, it's a division rival. You have a chance to screw them out of an opportunity. Of course, you're going to try to do it. So I truly don't see where I don't – I hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully Baltimore does lose. And hopefully, you know, Tennessee wins too. For that way you we mean, have the extra – Hopefully, hopefully <clears throat> Baltimore wins. Yes, Baltimore wins. Thank you. Yeah. And the Titans beat the Jaguars. For That way we have yeah. the extra cushion going into Sunday night. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like – if let's say let's say the Ravens do actually end up beating the Steelers and we get the seventh seed, great, we know that, right? It's going to be a lot better for us fans, even though that it would come down to the Bills losing against Miami. But we still know that oh, we're going there next week. Let's let's go right back to Miami. Let's stay here. Let's let's kind of you know 
whatever happens, happens, um, you know, from there. But as far as the Bills go for winning this game, I think it's kind of a need for them, especially not necessarily for, for playoffs or for scenarios or anything like that, but for their path to a, a Super Bowl chance. Because let, let's go through it real quickly. You have what? Okay. It, it, let's say it just let's just say it finishes this way: Baltimore, Miami, okay, Kansas City, Jacksonville, um, yeah, Jacksonville, yeah. and then you have uh, Cleveland. Um, who would be the sixth? Uh, it would Steelers, be I think. Steelers, I think it yes, be, it would be the Steelers. Yep, I believe. it would be the Steelers, and then. Um, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, because it would be Jacksonville losing. So it would be the Colts in four, and then Cleveland, Steelers, Bills, right? Right, right. So literally the Bills get the seventh seed. Because of the first seed getting the bye, we would go back to Miami. Yes, we would. Um, And then it would be Kansas City versus – Kansas City versus – Steelers, Kansas City versus Steelers. no Kansas City versus Steelers. Steelers, and then it would be Jacksonville versus or I'm sorry, the Colts versus the Browns. Right. Most likely winners of those games are if the Bills were to beat Miami that that game, it would be the Bills, the Chiefs, or the Browns. Um, I would think that the way that Kansas City's playing this year, it could be it could go either way. Um, and then on top of that, um, you have your, your four seed Colts versus Steelers. The Colts already destroyed the Steelers once this year. Like, like not, not, not a fun type game. Like that was, uh, that was a, a, a big game that would have been nice to see the go the Bills way, but the Colts ended up beating the Steelers. So now you have the seven going to the one. Then you have the six going to uh, the three or the, the three. five, right. three or the five, depending on who whoever wins. Um, so now you've had to go through the two seed, you've had to go through the one seed, and then you would have to, you know, you would have to be on the road again against either Cleveland or the Colts. Going into Indianapolis is probably not the worst thing if they were to able to, you know, pull out a victory against the Browns, which I don't think would happen unless something happens to Joe Flacco. Because for whatever reason, Joe Flacco is now, you know, <laughs> reborn. He he touched I'm the fountain of youth. Prime. So yeah, I mean, he's back in his prime. Everything like that. Um, he just seems to have have be having fun again with football. But let's turn that around now. So instead of having to go two, one, and then either three or you know, five, let's say the Bills win the two seed. Now you get the seven seed, which would most likely be the Colts or the Steelers, or even in some way, way, shape, or form, it could even be the the, the Texans, which they're a team I wouldn't want to see as much as much as the numbers say for um, you know McDermott against rookie quarterbacks and things like that. That's a tough. That would be a tough game against CJ Stroud. I I, I think personally, but oh, I agree. I think um, you know the Colts or the Steelers is a good matchup for the Bills. Um, you know, especially in Buffalo, 
so you go against the seven seed first, and then you take on either Kansas City or the Browns because it would be, it would be Miami versus uh, versus Kansas City, and then Cleveland versus either the Colts or Jacksonville or you know, or the Colts or Jacksonville in that in that spot. So let's say the Bills win there, um, then you're going to then. You either have Baltimore coming in, or you have the. I'm sorry, you going to Baltimore, or you would have the Browns coming in. It's basically what it comes down to. So you're you're basically playing because I, I I truly do think the Browns can beat the Ravens again. So do I. So you're basically playing seven, three, or six. Or I'm sorry, seven. Seven three or I'm trying to figure out how to how this would go. Seven because it would be. But anyways, anyways, so it's just a much easier, much easier path for the Bills to a Super Bowl victory. If you know, but we're getting ahead of ourselves as far as that goes. But we're we're kind of going down that path, um, you know. But I did want to I did want to kind of you know go over um, before we before we get out of the. Um, the rooting interests or playoff scenarios and things like that. I did want to touch on our, uh, on our, uh, on our Twitter poll as well. I right. know we had, uh, you have that, you have that pulled up for us. Yes, I do. Perfect. So whenever right. you're ready, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So the poll is, do the bills make the playoffs? The first option is yes, they win, which means they beat Miami and they get the second seed. The option two is no. Then option three is yes, but they get help, which means Buffalo lost to Miami but either Baltimore won or Tennessee won. Mm-hmm. 81% of the voters said, yes, they win the second seed. 11% said, yes, but they get help. And 8% said, no, they do not get into the playoffs. So majority of the voters believe we will win against Miami and take the second seed, which I personally agree with. That's what I voted on too. I see us beating Miami, which we'll get more into later. So I had to go with because uh, I'm a, I, you know I'm not a famous line from the office. I'm not I'm not a little I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. You know I, I anytime I vote on a poll, I for whatever reason in my brain something clicks and says you got to vote opposite of what you think because. But I, I I I do think the Bills are going to beat Miami this week, but. I, I, I voted no that they're not going to make the playoffs just as that, you know, <laughs> kind of little superstition on, on my own part, but um, try to do everything to do my one eleventh right? <laughs> so, right, we all have to do um, it. Yeah, exactly. So with that being said, um, we'll definitely see next week like right. which, which who was right on that Twitter poll. So, um, but I, I do want to thank everybody for voting on that. And again, we will be putting up one, one every, every single week. So, um, definitely check that out on on our Twitter. Um, and the the Twitter poll every week is brought to you by uh, Elliot Apollos and Sons of Erie. So, with that being said, um, let's kind of get into the the, the Miami game here because this is the most important part of this whole thing. Um, and this I wanted to be the majority of the show, but I mean we've <laughs> we've already gone you know half an hour 30, 35 minutes, but I wanted to get into this Miami game because man. It, to sit down here and say a month ago that the Bills would still have a chance at the at the two seed, 
I personally, I personally thought it would be. I thought, I thought the Bills, I thought Week 18 was going to be for the division. I said that after the Broncos game, personally. But when it comes down to it, a lot of people were writing the Bills off as at least for the division. I don't know whether that was the fan in me saying that. I don't know whether that was because I, I saw who the Bills were going to play and who the um, who the Dolphins were playing and things like that. And had had the Dolphins not blown a 14-point lead in the last three minutes of a game against the Titans, we're sitting here saying this is probably a, a win and in type situation for a sixth or seventh seed. So, but those things did happen and, and those things do happen. Um, you know, it is football. It is, you know, luck of things going on and, and thing, uh, you know, the other 53 guys get paid all that other, all that other stuff that goes, goes with it. But we are here right now. The bills have a chance very, very healthy right now, besides the, the, the guys who got injured early in the season are a right. couple of all pros and Trey White and Matt Milano. Uh, but we did get Daquan Jones back last week. He played 55% of the snaps, which is huge, which is, very. which is huge. He's part of the reason why Ed Oliver, again, spent a majority of the day in the backfield against the Patriots. So with that being said, what are your feelings on this game starting out? Well, here, first, I have a few facts. I got a few of these facts from Kevin Masiri. Thank you again to Kevin Masiri. Josh Allen is 10-2 and two against the Miami Dolphins, which we went over earlier. If it wasn't for two catches, he's 12-0. and 0. He's 5-2. and two. I'm sorry, 5-1 and one on Sunday Night Football. He's 14-6 and six in night games. And he has five AFC Player of the Week's awards against the Miami Dolphins where Tua is five and five against Buffalo. He's two and two on Sunday night football and he's, I'm sorry, five and five on, on night in night games. I think this is a game where if we can score early and stop Miami early, we, we could pull away with, with this one, just like how we did back in week four. Maybe we don't put up 48 because now we have more of an of a established run game. We will chew the clock more, keep two on that offense off the field, even though they're probably going to be without Raheem Mostert, Jalen Waddle. That's still a dangerous offense. You know, I mean, let's talk, let's talk about, you know, all their injuries real quick. And I don't right. really okay, know, no, you're okay. Like Jalen Waddle is probably not going to play. Raheem Mostert's probably not going to play. Tyreek Hill's walking around in a walking boot. Had that been after the game or on a, a Monday? Sure. Okay. But we're talking Wednesday, Thursday. He's, you know, yes, he had that huge fire and things like that. So he missed today for personal, but you know, and I've also heard from, um, from, from people that I trust as well, that as far as the walking boot goes, it's to, you know, reduce swelling when you're not on the field and to keep everything more stable for him. So he doesn't like walk up the stairs or anything like that. And, and, kind of twist that or whatever whatever could happen you know in, in your own home um but with that being said their entire offensive line 
was on their injury report today. Like, that is huge. Like, their coaches are saying, oh, you're going to see this version of, of Eichenberg, and, 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 and you're going to see this and this. And Robert Hunt said he's potentially going to be playing here today or on Sunday. You're missing this time in practice. When I, when I played personally, we were always told perfect practice makes perfect. Right. You don't right. have a chance to you don't have a chance to go into practice and, and learn everything as far as game planning and get the reps behind you and things like that. So I think there's a lot of spots that the Bills are going to be able to take a huge advantage from from this game. So, you know, especially on the defensive line against the uh, against the Miami offensive line. That's a huge one that I could I could definitely see being a, a, a huge advantage for the Bills. What do you think about that, Ben? Oh, yeah, that's definitely a huge advantage, especially with our defensive line being healthy right now. We have AJ Panessa back, Daquan Jones back, Ed Oliver playing very well. Puna Ford's playing well, very well, too, the last two games. Leonard Floyd is playing very well this year. Greg Rousseau is playing very well. So to have their whole offensive line on the injury report and be limited at practice, that's kind of that's something, you know, because if they go in there banged up, the whole offensive line goes in there banged up against Buffalo. Our defensive line is good enough to make Tua's day very, very long. So and here's here's my thing. And this is this. I was thinking about this. I've been thinking about this for a few days now. Um Kind of going back and forth on it myself, kind of personal situation, personal, you know, thoughts on it. Taking my Bills fandom out of it. And it does sound like a little bit loser mentality, but also you got to kind of take that out of it as well. Is if I was the Dolphins, if I was Mike McDaniel, I'd put my ego and pride aside and take the sixth seat and prepare to go into Arrowhead and be done with it. And go and go through the wild card route. I get you have a much harder path that way, but this team is basically a Tua injury away from being one of the worst teams in the league. Right, and I agree with so, that hundred percent. So, I mean, it really comes down to it where I truly think that they should sit the players this week, get healthy, and move into Arrowhead. Now. It's a little bit different when you're talking about the Bills because they would need this game to get into the playoffs. Had it been reversed where it was the Bills having that guaranteed sixth spot going into Arrowhead, I'm trusting I'm trusting Josh Allen all day long to go into Arrowhead where he, yes, it's regular season is 3-0. and He is 0-2 in the playoffs, unfortunately, but those were early in his career as well. So when it comes down to it, I would rather, you know, get all my guys healthy and, and kind of move forward that way. What are your thoughts on that, Pat? Oh, I agree with you. I would do the same exact thing. It's, it's, it's a different situation for Miami if they were to do it than us because, like you said, we need this game to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We don't want to rely on nobody else. We want to get into the playoffs by ourselves. Yes, we needed help earlier in the season, but now we control our own destiny from this point on. Then, yeah, for Miami, you know, their injuries are piling up. Like you said, they're a Tua injury away from having, for being in really, really big trouble. Mm-hmm. Personally, I agree with you. They should sit everybody, but they're not going to. The division means too much to them. They're 
they, they hate us just like we don't like them. <laughs> they want to win this game. They're trying to, you know, which I get you want home field advantage, but at some point you have to you have to really actually think about it. Do you want your players being healthy and take a run into the playoffs or win the division and be first round exits because you're hurt? Because I mean, that's the exact same thing, you know, that I, I was just saying is you have to look at this as, hey, look at what we did in week, I don't know, 12. Look what we did in week 13, whatever, before we got injured or week 11 before we got injured when we were the number one seed in, in the in the AFC. We need to get healthy so we can be the number one seed in a lower spot. Yes, right. it, because it. here's the thing. Like, I get the home field advantage, but, I mean, Miami, if let's just say Miami, for instance, goes into from the second seed and they go into um, into the Colts hurt or the, the Colts come come into Miami hurt. That Colts team, yes, it was early in the season, but they beat Baltimore. Yes, they did. That Baltimore team that just beat Miami 56 to 19 or whatever it was. So when it comes down to it, it I would I would literally sit sit my guys and 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 try and live for another day because I'm guaranteed the sixth spot right now. Let me get 100% healthy and and go into Arrowhead. To add rather to that. than Yeah, go ahead. To add to that, they almost beat Kansas City earlier this year in Germany. It was a close game. So not saying yeah, it can't no. be done. They could they could possibly do it. But the division means more to them. So that's the Yeah, way. and like I said, I think it's I think it's a, you know, I'm not the biggest Mike McDaniels fan. I'm not either. Let, let's 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 just put that out there. Let's let's throw that out there. I'm not the biggest Mike McDaniels fan. I think he has too big of an ego. I think that um, you know his pride gets in the way of a lot of things he tries to do on the field. Um, I think he, he tries to you know fit players into his system that necessarily aren't a fit into there at times. Um, I think that he wants his system to work more than moving away from it. And I think that's, that's a problem with their team personally from what, cause I've seen a lot of their games this year for whatever reason they're on an, as a national game or they're on as a four o'clock game or they're on, on prime time, whatever the case may be. And you see what happened in like, let's say that Titans game, he runs the ball on that fourth, that fourth and two. They're picking that up and they're probably continuing to drive down the field. And, you know, you don't have to worry about Tua, um, you know, getting sacked on that fourth and two and not picking it up and having the Titans, you know, end up winning the game. So I think for the Bills, this is the perfect time to face the Dolphins. I really want, I really want to see this game. I am excited to see this game. I, this is going to be one of the best. I think personally, I think this is going to be one of the best games. I, I really do. I, I, I think he wants to be back to the waving Christian Wilkins off the field saying bye to him. I think he wants to be doing all these things and, you know, the, the stupid, you know, this thing and, you know, 
because it it comes down to it. Josh Allen's still what twenty seven years old, twenty six years right. old. Like he's still he's still early in his in his career. He's still you know he wants to be with the guys. He wants to be petty. He wants to do all this stuff against Miami for whatever reason. And on top of that, you got Jalen Ramsey on the other side who called you trash. He's going to have that. Yeah, he's going to have a huge chip on his shoulder to go into Miami, and especially after what happened last year in Miami with that Heat game, I I, I have a feeling that Josh Allen is going to throw for at least 300 yards this week. I really do. I, I have that feeling. Um, What are your thoughts on the game, Pat? Well, it's not going to be an easy game like it was last, last matchup. I don't believe – I believe – we are going to win this game. We are going to shut down Tyreek Hill, especially for him. Most are not playing. Who has like what twenty one touchdowns this season? It's going to yeah. He was like not second to, or third in the league. Yeah, not to have that in the red zone against Buffalo is going to be very very tough for them, especially with no Jalen Waddle. And we're typically very good against Mike McDaniel after his scripted plays. We did it last matchup. We adjusted. So I really think we're going to win this game. We had to score early. Offensively, you know, if we get the ball first, take the ball first, go score immediately. On defense, take two off his first read, put pressure on him from the interior. Historically in his career, he has not been good when you take him off his first read or you have constant interior pressure on him. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And and it, it comes down to it is I think that's probably the biggest key uh, of the defense is you are going against a, a hobbled Tyreek Hill who's going to only be able to basically run straight line speed. He himself said you, he can't do a lot of the cuts that he typically can. Um, you know, he, he's in a walking boot. So who is to say he, he even plays on, on Sunday I mean, we don't know what's going to happen because he was, you know, yes, he's still practicing, but as far as as far as that goes, being in that walking boot is a huge thing, and I, I I can't say it enough. You know, I understand that they might it might be a precaution or anything like that, but that walking boot is a huge tell as far as which way things are going for him. And I'm not saying he's going to miss the game. I I think he's going to play. It's a it's a big game for them too. Just like we said, I think we think that they're going to start all their players. Whether we think that's the right or wrong decision, we think that they're going to play all their all their guys they have healthy. Um, so, with that being said, I you're going to have players like Cedric Wilson, Chosen right. Anderson, if you know if because they ha- he hasn't been ruled out yet, but I know he's dealing with knee and ankle stuff. Uh, Mostert, if he gets ruled out, um, Achan, I mean, who knows what is going on with them because, you know. <laughs> he's been hurt a lot since week six. Yeah, it's like been, on and off the injury report. Yeah, yeah, and, and it really comes down to it. And it's, it's, you're not, they're not going to have a full offense. And especially on top of that, you're, you're expecting this offensive line who the entire offensive line is, is your starting offensive line is on the injury report. They've all been limited this week, like today when it came out. So <laughs> I don't know what else to say other than 
go eat to the defensive line. And you have Rasul Douglas, you have Taron Johnson, you have Benford, and, and Jackson, who has played well in the spots that he's needed to. So with that being said, it comes down to it where the Bills need to just take away Tyreek Hill from that long shot and you're most likely going to win this game because if you if they don't have Mostert and they don't have A-Chan in the game, which even if they do, he's hobbled, you right. should be able to stop the run with Daquan Jones back, with, you know, like you said, Epinesa back last week, um, with, you know, Von Miller most likely playing this week. Um, that's a coach's decision. We'll find that out, I'm sure, Sunday when the inactives come out. But – I think that was more a, you know, you were injured this year type thing. Let's, we don't need you this week. So let's, let's have you sit down. Let's have you kind of rally up the guys. Let's, let's kind of go from there and, and do that. So with that being said, I think this, I don't want to say it's a blowout because I don't think it will be. I think it's going to be a very similar situation to what it was last week against the Patriots. It's still a division game, but please tell me who is going to stop this offense other than the bills themselves. I mean, Josh Allen's last two matchups, it will, his last game in Miami, he had 63 pass attempts, 42 completions, 400 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, eight rushing attempts for 47 yards. That's just last time he, played in Miami this right. week four, 25 attempts, 21 completions, 320 passing yards, four touchdowns with four attempts, rushing 17 rushing yards and a touchdown. Like, yeah, that's five total touchdowns with four incompletions. The last time you saw him. Yeah. I don't against see my, against Miami. Yes. Right. And, and they Josh were healthier had, at the time. They had Bradley Chubb. They had Jalen Phillips. They had Xavier. They Howard. had everybody they but have- Ramsey. Right, right. I mean, and Josh Allen has Vic Vangio's number as well. Yeah, I mean, look at the – now he's, what, 2-0 and against Fangio? And put up like 40 points in both games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's – it's, <laughs> and Fangio doesn't have Bradley Chubb. He doesn't have Jalen Phillips. He, does, he has Van Ginkle, who more I think was – I think he's a good player personally, but I think he kind of uh, benefited from – Jalen Phillips or Bradley Chubb on the other side rushing. So he was able to do have basically do cleanup duty. Right. So with that being said, I, I just don't I don't see how this Dolphins team is going to stop the Bills unless the Bills stop themselves. Exactly. So with that being said, let's kind of move into our, um, you know, our score predictions, our predictions okay. for the game and our key, our keys to the game. All right. So go ahead with the keys to the game first, Pat. My first key to victory for the offensive side of the ball is start early. We don't want it to be like the last two weeks where we go down, like against the Chargers, we went down 10. Against the, the Patriots, even though it was a kickoff return, we went down seven. Don't turn the ball over. You know, this is the Miami offense is not a team you want to give an extra possession to. So let's keep our possessions and score on those drives. Run the ball effectively. Keep Miami's offense off the field, which kind of goes with my second key to victory for the offense. Don't turn the ball over. Keep them off the field. It's less points they can score. And my fourth 
key to victory for the offense is spread the ball around. Like I said earlier, the 400 passing yards the last time the Bills played in Miami, they spread the ball around pretty well then. They were a skip ball away from winning that one. Then for the defense decided key to victories, stop the run, make them one-dimensional. Constant pressure on Tua, like I said earlier. Keep and get interior pressure constantly. Get him off his first read. And take away Tyree Kill, which we have historically have done. Yeah. And, and like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with most of those. Um and my like I said before, my biggest one is to uh my biggest key to victory is to get Tua off his spot. You know, rush him up the middle, rush him from the sides, get him, get him not throwing that first read, take that first read away. Uh, those are that's really the, the biggest thing, you know, because like I said before, I don't see anything happening. I don't see Miami's defense stopping the Bills. It's Josh Allen stopping the Bills or a drop stopping the Bills, like we saw last week with Latavius Murray. And um, I think even, you know, Stefan Diggs had one and, and Gabe Davis right. had one. So it, it comes down to it. Yeah. Underthrow, overthrow, any of those type of things. So if the Bills can put those things together this week against Miami, get Steph Diggs involved, I don't see anything stopping this, this defense. But on offense, if they do not – or if they allow – Tua to have his first read, that's going to be a problem. It's going to be. And the the offense is going to have to keep up with their offense. But we saw it in the first first meeting. As soon as we got away from those scripted plays, the defense settled in and started taking away Tua's first read and, you know, caused fumbles, caused – I think they – you know, it caused, I think, two fumbles, right, in that game? Right, right. So it, it really comes down to get off, you know, if they defer or if you take the ball on the on the, the coin flip, get off to a fast start and, and really kind of get going. So I am going to go over to uh, or go on to our score predictions now. Um, okay. I will go first. And then we'll get into yours. Okay. Um, and then then we'll go into the uh, the Buffalo Basement Parlay gambling, you know, that type of stuff here at the end of the night. So, with that being said, I think the Bills win a semi close one here. I think it's going to end up being a one score game. I think it's going to be thirty one to twenty four. I'm pretty close to you. I have us winning thirty one to twenty. I have a feeling Miami's going to settle for a couple field goals, kind of like how they had to against Dallas, where they couldn't just punch it in, especially with not having Mostert most likely. It's really going to bother them. So that's why I have us winning 31 to 20. We're going to see another Josh Allen masterclass against the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, for sure. So um, give me, while I'm pulling everything up here on my uh, on my phone for uh, FanDuel, um, why don't you give us our, our, your final thoughts on the game here, Pat? My final thoughts on the game are, you know, it's a big game. Josh Allen always plays his best in big games, especially against the Miami Dolphins, where he tends to play his best ball against them. It seems like there's a few players he does not like on that team. Like we stated earlier, Christian Wilkins, he's waving bye to Christian Wilkins. Jalen Ramsey calling Josh Allen trash before he even played a snap. 
And Vic Fangio, which Josh Young has put up 40 points on him twice with a 2-0 record. I have a feeling we're going to take away Tyree Kill, maybe hold him somewhere to 50 to 60 receiving yards, hold him without a touchdown. Miami's offense is really hurt. They don't have Jalen Waddle. They don't have the secondary option in Jalen Waddle. They don't have Freeman Mostert. They still have A-Chain, but he's dinged up too. So I think this Miami team's dinged up. The Bills are as healthy as they've ever been since week four. And I just think this is going to be a game where Josh Allen and the Bills offense looks very good again. Yeah, and my my final thought as well is, you know, we did lose Trey White. I think Rasul Douglas has done a wonderful job replacing him and, again, making, you know, PFF correct continue to be correct in him week in and week out that he is the most valuable cornerback in the league. Um, and the, it was a heck of a trade by Brandon Bean to, to be able to pull it off to only – to basically swap picks and get him. You went down 100 him. picks. You they went down 100 him. picks. Yeah. And, and you picked up Rasul Douglas on top of that. So – when it comes, uh, you know, when it comes down to that, I think that uh, Rasul Douglas is going going to fit in very, very well against Miami and do what Trey White did against them as well. So, agreed. That's my final final thoughts on it. And uh, you know, with that being said, go Bills. Um, let's kind of um, go into the uh, get, go into the Buffalo basement gambling uh, portion of this night um, and the Buffalo Bills uh, ba- Buffalo basement parlay. Is brought to you again by Iliot Apollos and Sons of Eerie. Iliotapollos.com for Iliot Apollos. Check out their menu. Um, they are again, so everybody knows they are at 3785 South Park Avenue, Blaisdell, New York. And also Sons of Eerie, www.sonsofeerie.com. As you can see right over Pat's shoulder there, um, that, that beautiful Godfather picture uh, with the Bills jerseys on Jim Kelly and, and Josh Allen. Uh, definitely check them out for that, uh, along with other things as well. So with that being said, we're going to do this as normal like we do every single week, Pat. I'm going to give you a couple here, and we'll see if we agree or disagree with it um, okay. and maybe and have some fun with it. So who do we want to take for, for yards, passing yards? Tua Josh or Allen. Josh? Josh Allen. And here's a funny one for you. Ready? Okay. Let's hear it. Tua, 268 and a half yards. Under. Against uh, Hold on. Against okay. the Bills' defense. What do you think Josh Allen's stat line would be? 280? FanDuel right now has him at 243 and a half. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Oh, so, smashing the so over. So we're going to smash the over on that one. So, um, and then do we want to go, do we want to go passing TDs or do we want to move on to um, receiving and rushing? Let's do receiving and rushing. Okay. So receiving. Um, since we didn't take passing touchdowns, um, we're going to do two of these and we'll add another t- uh, TD score prop into there as well. And then we'll do a rushing, rushing one as well. So okay. I have Diggs, Hill, Davis, Cook, Shakir, and Kincaid. Pick two. Let's, let's do Diggs and Kincaid. All right. So Diggs is uh, 59 and a half. Over over and can is 33 and a half Mm, i think he's gonna go over that especially if jerome baker does not play over the middle of the field i'm taking the over 
Yeah, and that's the other thing, though, too. I was listening to WGR today as well, uh, 550 as well here in Buffalo, and uh, they had a Miami Dolphins uh, guy on, and and, and um, if I heard him correctly, he said that he doesn't feel like Jerome Baker is going to be making it back in time um, for this week. Um, so that's another thing, too, too, we have to keep in mind. Um, as far as Jerome Baker goes, he is coming off IR. Uh, we'll see if he's able to make it back or how much he actually plays against the Bills. Um with that being said, we'll go to rushing props. Um, we have two of them on here. We have Josh Allen, James Cook. I think we should go James Cook. Let's go James Cook. And to answer your question uh, in the comments, it says, is Dawson Knox playing again? No. Yes, Dawson Knox is playing. Yes, yes, Dawson Knox yes. is playing. Um, everybody was healthy on the injury report today um, from the Bills, uh, minus DeMar Hamlin, who is limited. But typically he's a scratch every week, so – Basically, everybody that mattered, not saying Hamlin doesn't matter, because, right. you know, <laughs> you know, he, you know, you know, you know, real quickly, you know, whatever. But um, with that being said, um, James Cook, 64 and a half yards over or under. I'm going to go with the over because I did say I expect us to run the ball, keep them off the field. It's one of my keys to victory. And with them, Emmanuel Agba is one of the, you know, is a bad run defender. And with not having Jerome Baker out there, the defensive line's kind of. Hey, Pat. Hey, Pat. Yeah. They're 20, 21st DVOA in, in, in their defense is 21st DVOA. So let's kind of, let's kind of figure this out here. Um, they are good against the run, but they're they're What brings them down as far as, you know, everything goes is, you know, the pass. So, right. What? How, what do you do? You feel that they're going to be able to run the ball um, against Miami, whereas James Cook only had um, what did he have the first time? Thirty six yards against them. Thirty six yards, something like. That. Yeah, he averaged two a carry, two point six yards per carry. Let's go with the so, other. Okay. So, with that being said. Um, the last one of our, our of our five, um, our typical five that we do, uh, and then we'll do we'll do our um, our snipe of the week here because I did find a good one here. So, um, who do we want to go? Who do we think is going to score a touchdown? Most most of they still have listed in there. Uh, HN they still have listed in there, so we won't touch either one of them. But we have Hill, Allen, Cook, Diggs, Kincaid, Davis. Wilson Jr., Cedric Wilson Jr., uh, Khalil Shakir, Durham Smythe, Dawson Knox, Braxton Berrios, Buffalo defense, Miami defense, or Ty Johnson. Let's go with Khalil Shakir. Okay. So we think Khalil Shakir is going to score? Yes. Uh, Plus 440 for an anytime touchdown. So it brings our parlay to the biggest one that we've had, kind of fitting for the last game of the season. Uh, brings it to a plus four uh, forty one seventy six. So a uh, if you put ten dollars on this game or on that parlay and tailed us, uh, you would win four hundred and seventeen dollars and sixty cents. So I will po- I will post that to the Buffalo Basement Podcast Twitter page, um, so everybody can see that and tail it as they want. No requirements here. It's just like I said, a fun little exercise that we do every single week. To bring a little bit more knowledge to you guys. Um, and as far as the snipe that I found for the week, give me one okay. second here. 
against Miami, Josh Allen rush yards. 36 and a half. Over. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know I have not been right on that one as far as a snipe the past three weeks I've picked it. One of these weeks I'm going to hit it, but I, I truly do think against Miami it is going to be a hit this week. So I would take the over all day long on that as far as 36 and a half. So with that being said, um, I do want to thank uh, everybody for joining us tonight here. Um, we're going to um, kind of break away from the show at this point. I do want to let everybody know, again, we are on the Built in Buffalo podcast network. Um, definitely check them out on Facebook, Twitter, uh, and YouTube. Definitely subscribe over on YouTube so you get any of their other great content. We do have uh, another show coming up it is far, uh, at the end of, at 8.30 tonight. Um that is the uh, the Witty Not Funny Sports Live, so definitely check them out. Um, also on Wednesday nights, check out um, check out uh, uh, the Going Deep Buffalo show uh, on here. Also, check out any of the great other shows here as well. So, with that being said, Pat, thank you for joining me again. No problem. Thank you, thank you for having me. Else who's joined me, um, and everybody else, have a wonderful rest of your night. Go Bills. Have a good night. Go Bills.